Welcome to another episode of Knockdown Entertainment Presents. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, and I'm joined this week, or this episode, since I'm not releasing these weekly uh, <laughs> at all. It, like we said, it's going to be whenever I feel like That's recording. Right. Uh, could be once a week, could be more than that. Uh, could as, be two times a week. If yeah, as, yeah, as as this week pointed out, uh, I'm here, I, I like this episode, because this episode I will actually give my guest the... The credit of coming Ooh. up with the idea. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, because the Gabe is back. I'm back, baby. Uh, from our best of 2018 episode. Uh, so like Gabe, you've said you've got more into independent wrestling as of late. Yes. And this weekend in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, we had two first wrestling shows at First Ave, mm-hmm. the Wrestlepalooza 13 and 14. I only uh, went to 13. You only you only went to 13. 14 was also outstanding in different ways. Uh two very a good variety of shows. Uh and uh but this was your first This kind was my of, first wrestling show. Yeah, your first first wrestling show and your first kind of independent show too. That's right. So That's right. And uh in a few words, I loved it. I um get the hype. It was a lot of fun. As um, I uh, said this earlier, I'm just going to repeat it again. Um, it's kind of a, a quote that uh, I heard somewhere saying, uh, there are two types of people in this world, those that are wrestling fans and those who are lying about being wrestling fans. Source unknown. But, and I don't even know if I got the quote right, but still, um, I am a wrestling, ind- independent wrestling fan now. Um, I see the light, so to speak. <laughs> and... Um, I know Wrestlepalooza is kind of the biggest show of the year, and there's a few of them to choose uh, uh, per year, There's right? usually, usually there ends up being, uh, it kind of ends up being a little bit of, like, one in January, one in June. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, this year, couple. yeah, this year was kind of special. Uh, tickets went on sale uh, and sold out very quickly, which yes. the last, I believe this was Wrestlepalooza 4. 13 i want to say six was the first official sellout okay uh so six times in a row if it was either five or six uh and i only say that because four there was a blizzard oh no (laughs) so (laughs) i think four had higher ticket sales but not as many people were able to make it even some talent weren't able to make it oh that's a shame uh does that mean like the other the talent who did make it had to go on longer? Yes. Oh God, that's <laughs> yes. There ended up they ended up having to change the card around a lot. Mm. Uh, but also the the thing with Wrestlepalooza is for the most part you know the talent that is going to be there, but you don't always have matchups mm-hmm. uh, announced beforehand, right? Uh, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Like you hear somebody's music hit and be like, oh. Okay, who's who's coming yeah. out? You know, who's who are they facing? Like you, you, you kind of have a little bit of an idea mm-hmm. if you've been paying attention. Like a lot of people knew, kind of going in because uh, there was a so so the the first ab shows the Wrestlepalooza shows are basically twice a year, mm-hmm. uh, but first wrestling has been adding a bunch of shows at the uptown vfw yeah uh which are completely they even have a title yeah they even have a title uh held by darren corbin Mm -hmm. uh 
but those those shows kind of progress the storyline mean, as well. Mm. And like Shane Strickland was on the November thirtieth Uptown show. Really, that's cool. And called out the great Sasuke. Nice. And said he wanted a match. And, and the fact that it's like, hey, we're both at Wrestlepalooza. Yeah. I want a match with you. And uh, that also kind of made, made me realize um, the whole storytelling at different shows of um, thing is at the end of the title show of uh, the title match um, between Darren Corbin, Airwolf and uh, Eric Cannon on Saturday night. I think it was Aaron Ca- Eric Cannon who grabbed the title um, that Darren Corbin is holding at the VFW and then. Darren grabs the title and said, you'll never get this or something like that. And then like, yeah, more, well, more at, at the, I believe it was the last Palooza. Darren Corbin basically made the statement of as long as he is around, Eric Cannon is never winning a match at first wrestling again. Wow. Bold words, bold words. Uh, and he is, he's tried as hard as possible to mm-hmm. keep at those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, interfering in Eric Cannon's matches, etc. Uh, <laughs> True but, heel. Yes. <laughs> he but, is, like, he's gotten a beer can thrown at me before. <laughs> because they missed him and hit me. <laughs> Did you get uh, a shot of it? No, because I was trying to duck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, full full disclosure, I'm, I'm one of the ringside photographers at First Wrestling, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I am very intimately in the action a lot of the times. Very uh, much basically so. stuck in the guardrails. Yeah. Those <laughs> things through the are, whole there's show. Like no space between the guardrails and the ring. Uh there 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 is at the start of the show. Okay. And then, you know, the atmosphere of those shows and the fact that, you know, people get a little, you know, excited for the matches. Obviously and, and intoxicated. Yes. Very intoxicated. I mean, it's sponsored by PBR and Jameson. Jameson, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, the guardrails get pushed in a little bit more, and it's like, oh, great, I am gonna move in this section of yes. the ring. And those tag uh, matches, there, the people standing on the on the out on the apron are basically kicking people in the head. Yeah, <laughs> like no, as they get in the ring, uh, everybody's so fine. close. Uh, yeah, everybody's so fine. yeah, sh- should we go kind of match by match of your sure. thoughts, or do you, yeah. you kind of give your overall? Yeah. All, uh, what I always talk about with Wrestlepalooza is just the atmosphere. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. I had a blast. Because um, it's it's wrestling, burlesque, and live music. It was uh, Dimitri Kilstrom. Mm-hmm. Who was, were actually pretty fun. Yeah, it was the DJ and everything, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot sweet of talented P- rappers in that. Group. Yeah. Sweet Pea and Joy Coy mm-hmm. uh, doing burlesque, which is great. Uh they are good friends of mine, so they were very talented. Yes. Uh but but I mean this is mostly a wrestling yeah. show. Yeah. So uh we will uh the opening match. I thought it started with with a lot of fun. It was between you're gonna have to name most of the wrestlers. I know Thunder <laughs> Super Thunder Frog. Super was Thunder in Frog. It. See, I was hoping you wouldn't do this because I forgot the last <laughs> person's can, name. I, I can try to help you out. Um, the Mile High guy. Um, uh, Dak Draper. Dak it Draper. was Super Thunderfrog. Uh, the Mile High Magnum, Dak Draper, and Angel Dorado, and then... Um, the bigger guy. It was... I'm so terrible, and I'm so sorry. 
that I forgot his and name. And I'm sorry to put that pressure uh, on you. Because it was Takeshi. I like it was Takeshi, not Mary. See, there's a bunch of of Japanese wrestlers that have similar names yeah. to his. Um, and it's like, it wasn't Marifuji. It was it Miyamoto. Miyamoto, I believe. Okay. Uh, uh, he's a uh, a relatively newer Japanese wrestler who mm-hmm. came um, and was able to get onto the show and was yeah and was and on and on Hel Dorado as I mes- mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, hate that kid so much. Yeah, seems to he's so talented that it just. It's ridiculous. Me. He's tiny. He's this tiny little kid. And he comes in and just starts flipping. He came in the ring flipping. And he's like landing on all on both feet. I'm just like, who is this guy? Why is he so freaking good? Yeah. But uh, uh, he is, uh, and this is well known, so I can say this. He is Airwolf's younger brother. Kayfabe right there. No, no, that that's, I mean, <laughs> okay. they're, they're. Uh, they're a tag team, so okay, okay. so it's it's well known. He's he's Airwolf's younger brother, which thinking about how young Airwolf is and how young and how talented he already mm-hmm. is, the fact that no no this is his younger brother. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, speak, speaking of uh, their them being a tag team, I hope that um, he t- treats his Airwolf better than he treated Super Thunder Frog as his tag partner because there was a there well it was a it was a fatal four way match they, it wasn't and now match. i find that out because for they announced longest, it <laughs> they announced i thought it. i thought they said tag team and so did the people that i was with and because no. there was a point where like everybody was fighting everybody and there was a point where both the masked guys were trying to pin each other i'm like wait a minute i thought they were partners and now i find out there was a fatal yeah, four way yeah no it was match. a fatal four way they announced it as a oh, fatal four way you just weren't paying attention oh i was around a lot of rowdy people and then some guy having a coughing fit right next to me which yeah. is probably why i sound so nasally right now yeah uh on Hel dorado 450 for the win uh oh F- which F- reminds F- me i need to post that video <laughs> uh because i was because he he ended up being in the corner that i was at when he hit the 450 so nice. i got a really interesting shot which i wasn't sure how it was going to turn out until I got back home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that was actually exposed right. Sweet. Nice. Um, so you see him do the full flip and mm-hmm. everything, and it's great. I saw um, it live in person, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like the immovable hammer bit. Um, according to our other good buddy, Shane, um, Super Thunder Frog uh, has this immovable hammer that he, he does the same bit a lot, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, no, the Super Thunder Frog is a, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he's one of the local guys who really gets the fans at at First Ave love him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't get a chance to see him, but his tag team partner, Wildcat, mm. uh, they are collectively known as the Minnesota Wrecking Zoo. Okay. Uh, because the name. it's a cat and a frog. So they, yeah, there you, you know, go. Uh, Wildcat is the crime fighting feline. He's oh, great. a yeah, Very he's a cool. cat superhero. Uh, he does a instead of the Daniel Bryan yes chant, he does a meow chant, <laughs> and gets the entire arena get That's getting great. it. And yeah, and Super Thunder Frog is equally uh, as beloved by the by the crowd at first wrestling yeah. and uh, a great way to start the night off because yeah, everybody knew him, everybody loved him. Um, he, 
He's he was kind of funny. He was funny because he's this masked guy, but you can hear him through his mask, like he was talking. Yes. The oh, oh, thing. he's talking the he entire ch- time. He's a chatty Kathy. Yes. There was is. there was one part where uh, he was getting thrown over the top <laughs> the top rope, and he's going, "Oh, I'm fucked." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. He, he is. For like he is most of the rest blunt, of the match. <laughs> yes. uh, most of the time. That is for sure. So. Uh, but yes, uh, that was a fun, that was exciting way to kick off the show. Uh, then it was Joy next, or was it the? It was wait who? Uh, oh, um, Joy it was uh, either that or no, it was the first performance of the. Oh, the first first Dimitri Killstrom. Yep, yep, which was uh, exciting. Um, but that do are we going to talk about that at all or no? I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to okay. go. Like, I'm not go. a big like yeah. I'm not a big hip hop guy, yeah. so I have no frame of reference. Yeah. I mean, they were good. Uh, they were talented. It was it was like it was good. Mm-hmm. That was that was they got all, the like crowd I, jumping. Yeah, it's like I am, you know, a much bigger fan of uh, Night Two was Dillinger Four was oh. the the special guest, which is a local punk rock More legendary rock, right? local punk rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, band which i love the fact that they introduce themselves ba- saying uh all right so we've got 15 minutes that could either be 10 songs for us or two we <laughs> we don't nice. know <laughs> it's very like, cool very it's cool like, yep that's that that's pretty accurate actually that's cool uh but yeah uh, dimitri killstrom live uh then it was then it was MJF D- djz versus... versus mjf mjf comes out Cuts a little promo mm-hmm. uh, because he's an asshole. He is. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about MJF. Um, as we all know at this point, he is joined. Uh, he has joined All Elite Wrestling, AEW. Um, hey, MJF, I got a bone to pick with you. You called Minneapolis the Dumpster Fire of America. And then you go and go to Jacksonville during the rally and call them the Dumpster Fire of America. It's like, make up your mind. It's like, come on. Who's gonna be? Um, Every place he's in is a dumpster fire. I know because he hates. He he pretty much like it's almost it's almost SCU levels of this is the yeah, worst. Yeah, I suppose. Like SCU they, they say it very yeah. tongue in cheek. Well, I mean yeah. tongue in cheek at this point. Yeah, at this point. Um, but he reminds me. Um, and this could be a, either a good thing or a bad thing. Take it as you are. As a young Miz, I think he yep. for sure looks like him. Um, and be acts almost exactly like him except for the a-list um persona um but i uh i liked him a lot i thought he was a funny heel um and if you can do the heel thing right where you get the crowd kind of smirking a little bit you're you're doing a good job so um good on him i'm excited to see what he does in aew i'm excited for the aew in general but but that's yeah for another topic well for in another time. uh the the rally it was fun uh because like it was just as my roommate chain was getting home from work so mm-hmm. he went downstairs to his room to change change and stuff and i had the the rally going mm-hmm. and it was as mjf was you know, like cutting his promo mm-hmm. and he's like oh i know that voice yeah <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I just it's saw like, him in Minnesota. That was, that was cool. Him. That was cool. So. Uh, and then his match with DJZ was uh, really good. Yeah, DJZ is one of those guys who can kind of fit into any role mm-hmm. with a company. He is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. How uh, old are these guys? If 
you know or... i have no idea okay. mjf is annoyingly young well that's what like mjf is. is in his early to mid 20s yeah i can see that. that i can see that um because his whole shtick is that he's the youngest and fastest rising superstar in all of wrestling so yeah it's annoying <laughs> i'm annoyed just hearing about it um well because really he's come on like in the last Weird, weirdly enough i think him and uh airwolf have uh basically started at around the same time so airwolf's about his age too uh airwolf's a little younger i think wow MJ, yeah airwolf's 19 so, no yeah then El Dorado yep. guy is yep. like what sixteen? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> I know. Again, this is why Anhel is like just bugs me all the time. I'm like God, he even bugs Airwolf, which is hilarious. <laughs> like that's God. Cool. It's like I can't even do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> yeah. Quit trying to up show me, and but then just go off a little tangent about age. Like I de- I didn't realize how old I was until like I even like looked up all the people on the elite. Cody is probably the oldest guy in the elite at like 33, 32. Yeah. yeah. And then the young bucks are like 29 and 31 or something. And then Adam Page is 27. Yep. And Marty Skrull, I don't know how old Marty Skrull is. Marty's older than you think he is. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I just need this as a, as a person who thinks he's young. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's end of my tangent about age. Yeah, no, Marty has been around a lot longer than you think he has. He's so great. Um, I said it, I kind of said it um, in passing on the old other podcast, but I am a huge Marty Skrull fan. So, um, so yeah, uh, DJZ versus MJF mm-hmm. uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, and then what was the next matchup? Then was that wasn't the, the, the burlesque, wasn't it? Joel Co- Joy yeah, Coy. Yeah, Joy Coy next mm-hmm. as Tinkerbell which was freaking adorable. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> Not ashamed to admit it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joy, Joy is Tinkerbell, which is great. Uh, I got a picture that I haven't posted yet. Uh, it's Joy coming down the ramp, mm-hmm. but you can see through the curtain and you can see referee Clark Feldman holding her wand. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to post that because it's you know hilarious and also side note all three of the refs were so great and uh unique in their own right yep uh yeah yeah uh shout outs to all the refs uh one of them will probably be on this podcast later this year uh, is it eric sure. page no oh. uh, rob page rob page oops yeah uh yeah uh, clark clark feldman who is a newer ref who got trained by the through the academy but it just clicked with mm-hmm. him and he is super crazy hardworking. Like he goes and does shows in Chicago, d- goes down to St. Louis. He is nice. working his butt off. Rob Page, who is like a 15 year vet at this really? point. Uh, Rob Page got trained before Darren Corbin did. Wow. Um, uh, and is probably one of the most well-respected referees in this area. Mm-hmm. And then the impeccable, and we love him so dearly and love having him around, Bryce Remsburg, mm-hmm. uh, the director of fun for Chikara. Uh, who was the one who refed the Colt Cabana versus... That was Bryce. Bryce. He was <laughs> that so was, great. That was Bryce. Yeah. I loved all three of them, but he was yeah. so fun. Because taking the bumps and everything and... 
the yeah. dollar bill bit. Yeah, it's great. Or um, actually, moving on because that was the next yeah, match. That, that was the next matchup. Was Cole Cabana versus Kikutaro? Thank you, <laughs> uh, Kikutaro, who is <laughs> so good. Yes, I love Kikutaro so much. Yeah. I love Colt as well. I love Colt. Uh, but it's like I get uh, weirdly enough, I get to see Colt a lot. You so, are so lucky. So it's like, oh, hey, Colt. Yeah. Uh, he's, I bought I, I bought the book uh, his wrestling dreams book from him and he just because uh, literally a lot of times I'm so busy during the shows mm-hmm. like running around and helping set up and stuff uh, that I pretty much get to say hey Colt and then that's it <laughs> uh, so he just signed in my book hey Kyle nice. and then Colt nice. it's like okay I love that. Yeah, I was. I have that written as my in my notes here. Um, Cole Cabana is he just made a lifetime fan out of me because he was the one guy in on the card that I was excited to see. Yeah, and he showed up. He delivered. He had a really fun match with a really fun opponent, and um, he's this kind of guy who just oozes charisma. Like I saw a couple of your shots, even like with him and David Arquette the next night. Yeah, where there it was just like a a shot of him like in in a grappler or something and he's just got a, like a smirk on his face he always has a smirk on his face yeah. i just love that no and um it's just who he is and he's just naturally just the he's a guy's guy kind of guy and i, yeah. I just no love and that. and yeah. and we should mention that the because it was right after the burlesque mm-hmm. we hadn't cleaned yeah. up we hadn't cleaned <laughs> up joy's stuff yet yep. so kikutaru stole her bra yep. and put it on his head mm-hmm uh, and then we goes. got a we got a free the nipple chant at yep. one point, which was great because Kikutaru kept flashing people, uh, <laughs> and then Colt pulled out yep. the singlet and yep. flashed, and then did the peck bounce too. Oh, I, mi- like, I missed the peck yeah. bounce. I don't know how I did that, but <laughs> and it's like okay, all right, cool, that's great. Uh, but that was so much fun. They're both you know, like two of the best like more comedic wrestlers yeah. on the on the planet like wow. honestly like kikitaru uh is a japanese i don't want to say he he's really like he's weird because he's so well known mm-hmm. but yet he's never gotten a break with like one of the major companies like he hasn't done a new japan he hasn't done anything like that but he's so solid uh, actually kind of it's a similar career path to great Sasuke sure. in a lot of ways of like no you're the draw in your company mm-hmm. kind of thing um and yeah Kikutaru is so fun so good yeah. and at they had, everything they had at least two spots where I just look back and laugh is when uh it was the one that you got on film was when uh <laughs> he was gonna he he was gonna kick uh cole cabana in the oh he was gonna kick him in the nuts yeah and then he didn't and then um the referee's like no 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 and he like grabbed him and everything and then he and then the referee like poked him and then he like fell backwards right into his yeah just right into (laughs) it it. that was hilarious uh yeah and then uh you mentioned it earlier paying off bryce and then bryce getting the money back that was good too uh it's like no, no, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay it's real. All right, or something that I just remembered was when they were uh, Cole Cabana was on the on the mat, and um, Kikitaro was trying to climb the turnbuckles, and he couldn't. And yeah, so, so the ref like so helped him. Br- yeah, Bryce helped him, Bryce but helped then it him. was 
he took too long and Colt just pushed him down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was great. That was hilarious. Uh but yeah, that was an awesome match, mm-hmm. and yeah, it set up because uh, Colt won. Uh, I was talking after the show to a incredibly intoxicated uh, Shane King uh, when he got I don't know back he drank. when he when he got back home uh, and was just like, "Yeah, that match was great." And then like Colt says how he's gonna kill David Arquette the next night, <laughs> and then Kikutaru gets on the mic and is like, "I am going to." Be in Las Vegas. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that was hilarious. But kind oh, of sorry. Bye. <laughs> exactly. You got on one of the mics that uh, was from the band. Um, but that that's kind of a good segue before we go on to the next match. Um, what was better in your opinion? Um, the David Arquette versus Cole Cabana or Cole Cabana versus Kikataro? Or were they just different? Or uh, they they were just incredibly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Arquette surprised a lot of people, sure. Uh, because uh, and I don't know if any if a lot of people know this full story. So basically, what what happened was David Arquette, you know, actor and everything, mm-hmm. and he was doing Ready to Rumble, and because at that time WCW was helping co promote that movie. They thought it was a good idea for him to win the WCW title. I think I remember that. Yeah. Uh, hardcore wrestling fans are like, this is a joke. How could you have an actor win yeah. WCW and just shit on him undeservingly? Because it's like, it wasn't his decision. He didn't right. want to do that. Uh, but he's he's been a wrestling fan. Like, he's been pretty much a lifelong wrestling fan. And he was able to you know, kind of carved some time out finally. Uh, and he got properly, like properly trained to do this and has been doing indie shows for the past, uh, six months to a year at this Hmm. point. And he's gotten, you know, he was good. He was very good. Like, um, and I'm bummed. I missed it. Yeah. it, It was, it was a good match. Uh, like not to uh but uh so yeah he he want he had the passion for it so he wanted to kind of give back uh-huh. um, because he knows he's a name and can draw a crowd so he's like you know what you know independent wrestling right now is really hot for sure. i want to for you sure. know, see it's like i want to give back uh because if the rumors are true uh what he he did not actually keep a dime of what he uh earned from wcw huh uh he gave it all back to wrestlers uh families of wrestlers who had passed away in the couple years before he wrestled wow uh which is super cool of him yeah Mm -hmm. uh and yeah his his match was was a lot of fun i just love kikitaru so much that it's like uh uh, I I pr- I prefer that match, but I think it's just because of my love for Kikutaru. And uh, going back to your whole, you don't know the matchups. I think the only matchup that I knew going into Wrestle Palooza weekend was um, uh, David Arquette versus Colt Cabana because they had yeah, the promo was, videos. Was, yeah, that was that was one of the ones announced. Uh, that and also on night two, uh, Allison K versus yeah. Kimberly. Yeah. Uh, 
which I was kind of bummed that there were no women's matches on the Saturday show, but what are you going to do? I mean, it was... Yeah, it, it's it's kind of talent that's available right. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, usually usually we'll get a women's match, and but a lot of times we won't get a tag match. Mm-hmm. So I think it was we got a tag match and not the women's match. Fair. Uh, so then next up was... It was the triple threat, yes. correct? Yes. Uh, so it was a triple threat between Eric Cannon, the Anarchist, Darren Corbin, and Airwolf, the Wrestlepalooza champion. Uh, Darren Corbin, also the Uptown VFW, James Ballantyne, Uptown VFW, who champion, because uh, there's two titles in Wrestlepalooza, yeah. or in First Wrestling. Uh, but as Darren Corbin pointed out after the match... Uh, you the Uptown VFW title is only defended at the Uptown, the Uptown VFW. VFW. That's right. That's a very specific place. Yes. Um. Now going back even further to um, earlier in the podcast, we said about uh, you hear the music playing and all that. I don't really know a lot of um, wrestlers' musics. Okay. And so, um, a lot of them just because of the atmosphere and the sound system. No offense to any of it because it was actually it was a really fun atmosphere, but it was loud. Yeah, the sound loud. system was just fine. I'm not commenting yeah, on yeah. that. But they all kind of run together because they're all kind of the same hardcore kind of rock kind of entry musics, except yep. for a few of them. Um, the one that stood out for me, and I actually really liked his entry music, was Airwolf because oh, yeah. he got the wolves howling and everything it's unique it's fun yep. and so and he's got the mask on it was i've never seen that that was really cool so. neither had we <laughs> oh really that's not <laughs> no, a thing no. that he usually does no he usually doesn't come out with the with like the extra like the nose of and of i the thought mask. it was awesome yeah. yeah uh and i'm just like literally he walks through the curtain and i i was busy you know yeah. being ringside the whole show so it's like huh where where'd that, that thing come from where'd you get that airwolf <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it was cool. And then uh, that match itself was awesome. Um, it was the three local guys of the show, but um, they're all just unique in their own way. Yeah, they're um, they're all well. And like you say, local guys. Airwolf is doing WrestleMania weekend for Chikara, uh, mm. uh, so he will probably be there. He's only been announced so far for Chikara. Uh, Darren Corbin, as we are recording this, is on his way to Chicago. Ooh. Uh, to do a freelance wrestling versus GCW Ooh. match, and he is not welcome at the GCW show tomorrow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, he's facing GCW's champion Nick Gage tonight. Okay. Uh, in a match that everyone jokes like, "Oh, great, Darren Corbin's gonna die." Oh no. Because <laughs> Nick Gage is a scary man. Oh no. Uh, and then GCW posted that it's like no darren corbin like because corbin said he was going to be on the show and then gcw said no you are not welcome here wow full-on with a graphic and everything he's not welcome at that show terrible Uh, what do you do to deserve that (laughs) well we don't have to get into being darren corbin mostly (laughs) like you saw you saw how he was at wrestlepalooza for sure um and then eric cannon is kind of one of the most well-respected guys Mm -hmm. in this area uh, deservingly so mm-hmm. uh, he's the brains behind the whole Wrestlepalooza thing am I right uh, yeah uh, yeah that's pretty well known at this point yeah. but well, but basically yeah uh, but basically like uh, he 
uh, the the stuff he was able to do on the nas- national stage mm-hmm. between Wrestling Society X that was on MTV that he was a part of mm. and uh, Dragon Gate USA, uh, he was able to start first wrestling and very cool so far and kind of give back and yeah you know and sell out on, first half two nights in a row exactly they put on one heck of a match too um where they almost killed each other and uh i can't remember if this is on the night that i saw or just a clip that i saw that you posted but the backwards hurricane rana that arrow oh, yeah. did on darren corbin was insane yeah awesome well and <laughs> As long as I've known Darren Corbin, it's also like, oh, you just did a backflip. I couldn't know you. I didn't remember you could do that anymore. And then it's like, oh, you did a backflip. Oh, you just got caught by a reverse Rana and then got kicked in the face by Eric Cannon. Okay. Nope. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, It was good. And then Airwolf retains and uh, he will go on to, I don't know, defend it next Wrestlepalooza in June. Yeah, go. well, in June or, you know, there's a show March 21st. Oh, that's right. In the yeah. Uptown VFW. Mm-hmm. So. That's right. So, he hasn't been announced for that show yet, oh, but. But he's going to. Um, next match was. Uh, next match was, was that Sasuke? And... That was, I thought that was, yeah. Great Sasuke yeah, versus Shane Strickland. Great Sasuke versus Shane Strickland. Now, okay. So let me preface this by saying um, I loved this match, um, but I thought it was maybe booked uh, not booked it was maybe in the wrong part of the card because i thought it was a great match but it had a slow start to it um and that was by design and the people that i was in the crowd with um were a little intoxicated at that point and kind of uh didn't have a lot of patience for the slowness of the build but I did, but I was also getting distracted by, hey, what's going on? Come on, let's go, and blah, blah, blah. And he's doing his, and Sasuke is doing his mystical power thing where he's keeps blowing something into Shane Strickland. And uh, that took a few minutes, but I liked the build. And the match that followed was incredible. Yeah, no, it, it was definitely worth the wait mm-hmm. and worth the build for it sure. It was building for something, and people uh. just yeah lost interest, which is unfortunate. Um, but they gained interest back and in when they started uh, the actual match. Um, yeah, one, like once once you get um, and we've been lucky uh, to be able to see Shane Strickland just kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was awesome. And like once once Shane Strickland kicks into a higher gear, which he was able to do throughout the course of this match, mm-hmm. he is one of the best around. Sasuke is an absolute like. Uh, he he I am definitely fine just saying he is a Japanese wrestling legend sure um, because he is yeah uh, I totally and get it. you know that was that match was yeah a lot of fun uh, watching that yeah like you said a little slow start but it built up nicely mm-hmm. he, and yeah it the was... crowd the crowd once once the crowd got into it they got into it yes for sure but it did take some time, but um, but that's not to say anything against the match itself. It was a lot of fun between um, a legend and just a great wrestler in general, one of the best in the world. Um, I, th- I, uh, I I was just amazed with how much gas in the tank that great Sasuka had because he's this legend that, that I hear so much about. Yeah. But he was, you know, jumping off the top rope and, like, doing the – when every time he got knocked down, he would, like – 
kick back into some sort of uh, yeah, kick back into the state. yep into the the cross-legged stance. Yeah, and then that was awesome. Yeah, so. that was great. Um, just a lot of energy with that match too, and uh, um, yeah, just heavy hitting and all that. And then um, was it the second burlesque show yep. after that? Yeah, we had my guardian angel, uh, mm-hmm. Sweet Pea. There you go. She was lovely. Um, yep, Sweet Pea's great. Uh, why? Why I always refer to her as my guardian angel? I started shooting uh, a bunch of like pole dance competitions and stuff like that. And the first, the first one I did, I knew everybody. Uh, I basically got introduced to the promoter, Miss Angie, and. I was it was actually a Russell Palooza weekend. <laughs> and Go so figure. I was I was there for like two hours day one, drove down to Des Moines and then came back off like three hours of sleep, Duck. shot the entire day, and was incredibly nervous. Uh and was like, Okay, okay, I got this, I got this. Okay, uh-huh. it's good. It'll be good. Um they they liked what I did and brought me back for a convention nice. in in April that year, and I still didn't know anybody because like Angie was the only one I knew, and she was busy you know running the entire event, so she was like, well our MC is downstairs getting you know kind of in the dressing room getting ready with a bunch of other girls and it was Sweet Pea, mm. and so I'm like okay I'm gonna go down talk to sweet pea because i kind of know her through the wrestle palooza stuff talking to her calm me down and i was like i got this yeah <laughs> so ever since then i've joked she's my guardian angel at awesome. these shows so uh that. uh but yeah sweet pea was great oh, uh was. her carnival uh routine as she calls it yeah so it's a lot of fun um and then it was the main event time match and- of the night in my in my opinion it was insane because you knew it was going to be insane. Yeah, they it was started L- out insane. LAX of Ortiz and Santana against Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier, the Rascals. The Rascals. Uh, the Rascals are so much fun to watch. Yeah. LAX are so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, this match was just crazy. And Zachy Zachy boy uh, telling people to suck it the entire or suck me the entire <laughs> like opening part of the match and it's like okay Zach chill the fuck out dude I thought the entire match was high energy from the start of the bell no and... pun, no pun intended since you know the Rascal's entire gimmick is they're stoned I was gonna say that that's where I was leading into is. Uh... One of the rascals, I don't know who it was, he got knocked in the mat, and then uh, one of the guys from LAX bounces off the off the ropes, and then he was going to kick him in the face, but that or he was going to do a drop or something, and then he the guy who was on the mat like sits up really like freaky, and he it just looks at him, sticks his tongue out, and goes, ah! yeah, no, that, <laughs> like, that, that was that that was Zach, yeah. I was like, whoa, this guy's like trying to. I don't know. Come on, come across. Yeah, no, because he, he was trying to be a crab for the first like five minutes of the match, <laughs> and ah. the entire match was hilarious. Um, the uh, again at this point, as I already alluded to, the crowd is very intoxicated. The person I was, the people I was with, was very intoxicated, and they were kind of losing um, 
focus on who was who <laughs> and who we were supposed to root for. Yeah. And I kept trying to tell her um, or them that we're supposed to root for the guys in the tank tops because they're the good guys. They're like, um, they're like, who's there? Who are those guys? They're like, oh, that's LAX. They're uh, uh, they're the guys in the Puerto Rico tank tops who are from the Bronx or uh, the Brooklyn or something. So the yeah, fact that yeah, they're called they, LAX, yeah. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it does because they they so LAX has been a group in uh, Impact Wrestling slash TNA in mm-hmm. the old days. Uh, LAX was originally uh, a a wrestler named Homicide. Oh, and uh, and Hernandez, who is like a six foot eight jacked dude uh, <laughs> with tattoos. Hernandez is scary. Yeah. Uh, but like them, them as a tag team are were super good. And their manager, Conan uh, from WCW and Triple oh. A, uh, Conan kind of became the mouthpiece. Uh, when Impact Wrestling finally brought Conan back, he brought in uh, this new team of Santana and Ortiz okay. to be uh, his new version of LAX. But he didn't want to call them the new LAX because in wrestling, anytime you say the new, mm-hmm. it's shitty. Oh. Uh, and they're not shitty. <laughs> like no, they're, they're, not. Real, they're really good. Uh, so they inherited the LAX name mm-hmm. and... And then, and then uh, the uh, there were a few highlights of the match. One of the ones that stood out in my mind was the sleeper hold chain. Yeah, God, that was fun. Um, where with, with Bryce getting involved too. Yep, yep. And uh, there were three of them in a sleeper hold. Um, all of a sudden, one of the guys from LAX, forgive me that I can't remember which one. Um, he gets on the top turnbuckle and he looks like he's gonna just break it up by jumping on all three of them. But then he jumps down and then just does a sleeper hold on the on the last guy. Yeah, it's just like that's great. Yep. And then the ref was trying to. Yeah, r- trying yeah, to hold br- up yeah. The, Bryce Rumberg was trying to break it up and then got yep. and then got, got involved rolled. in in the sleeper hold. <laughs> yeah. And then he grabs his own hand, and then goes down one, and then he grabs his hand again, and then goes down two, and then in the last one he finally like fights fights it off and breaks up the entire thing that was awesome yeah no it was it was a lot of fun um yeah like you said like all the all the personnel um you know the referees and everything are all incredibly talented Mm -hmm. like all the wrestlers obviously incredibly talented and that's not the kind of show that you see in a wwe match um where the ref is getting involved because in WWE, if the ref gets hit, which the ref was getting hit all night, um, then <laughs> mostly get, Bryce, then mostly he gets quote Bryce. unquote fined. Yeah. Um, and so it was just fun to see that kind of be in that atmosphere uh, and uh, see this incredibly incredible talent ten feet away from me. Yeah. And um, I was sitting. I wasn't sitting. I was standing right underneath. It's like there's no sitting in first half. <laughs> I was standing right underneath the. I think it was a hard cam because they were. Yeah, the, the hard thing. cam was right behind you. Yeah. So then I th- like everybody was performing to my area, and that was fun and yep. just awesome. I made eye contact with MJF. I made eye contact with Cole Cabana. That was yeah. the highlight of my night right there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. It was. It was a incredibly fun show. <laughs> And then, yeah, like I said, night two, um, I'll just kind of go through the matches that ended up being on night two. So night two, uh, ended up, it started out, uh, Wildcat was back on the, on the show. Okay. Uh, you just missed the, the first night for 
I don't know. Uh, uh, so he was on on the show. He was on. Uh, so it was a, it was a four way opener once again. Once again. Uh, but this time it was Super Thunder Frog, Wildcat, uh, Space Monkey, and why am Space I blanking monkey. on fourth person? Oh, Yellow Dog, the one and only. Yeah. I don't know who any of those guys are except for Super Thunder Frog. Uh, and Space, Space Monkey is also doing uh, Space Monkey. I forgot to tell him uh, congratulations because he's doing a tour of uh, DDT in Japan later Ooh. later this month. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, then it was uh, Allison K versus Kimberly, mm. uh, both uh, alumni of May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, separate years, weirdly enough. Hmm. Uh, Allison K versus me, uh, Kimberly. Uh, then we had. Was it the David Arquette one? Uh, yep, David Arquette versus Colt Cabana, uh, which I said was surprisingly good. Uh, then uh, Darren Corbin and Eric Cannon uh, in a no DQ match, Ooh. Uh, which is where that uh, the video of <laughs> Cannon just throwing a trash can at Corbin <laughs> came from. Uh, and then of course Cannon landed on some thumbtacks. Oh, I hate thumbtacks as yeah. much as a wrestling fan that I am. I've never agreed with thumbtacks. Every time I see them, I get squeamish. I uh, just don't like them. Yeah. Uh, so, so that, and then it was Darby Helen versus great Sasuke, nice. uh, which was a lot of fun. Darby is an incredibly underrated talent. Like, uh, the, the last time he was in Minneapolis, it was him versus Sammy Callahan, uh, Sammy Callahan, who I'm not normally a huge fan of, uh-huh. Uh, just for some reason he doesn't connect with me but Darby was so sympathetic um, and you just were rooting for him so much that he hmm. made me like Sammy Callahan more hmm. or really hate Sammy Callahan more but right. like in the good way yeah uh, then it was was then was it the main event then no there's one more match Oh yeah, no, 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 there was one. Yeah, the, then it was the main event of gotcha. the triple threat of uh, Airwolf, uh, Shane Strickland, and DJZ. Jump bummed I missed that one too, but well, what are you gonna do? You can only go to one show. Well, I could have gone to both. Well, shows, you could have gone to both shows, but but I didn't. Yeah, uh, but oh, well. I, I I like the fact that there was a variety of mm-hmm. like people that you could tell could only make one show. People that could that were able to make both shows. Uh, so yeah, they cater to both audiences because yep. um, the people that because they, they sh- changed it up completely on the second show. Yeah, which is fun. Um, one more question I have before we wrap this thing up. Okay. Um, everyone hates the blue-haired guy. Why? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so it started out. Uh, he seems so nice. He just wanted people. He does to like him. seem so nice. Uh, John Maddening, the the uh, the ring announcer, first wrestling. Yeah. Well, one, I mean, he comes out in those stupid suits. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. But I think it really started. So he is also 
the announcer for uh roller derby like okay uh minnesota roller girls uh uh and the first few wrestlepaloozas a lot of the derby girls came okay and they just booed it the shit that. out of him i love that uh and because they were booing the shit out of him yeah. everybody else well, started booing that. the shit out yeah, of him great. uh so it just became a thing <laughs> like it kind of uh it reminds me even though he's incredibly talented there's there's a referee uh in uh progress uh that he screwed up one thing on like the first show so the so every show after that the crowd would boo him or just go you Uh, fucked up that's well no like they would just boo him well no i think he he disqualified one of the like fan favorites (laughs) on like show one or two so since then no one that was at those first shows would forgive him that's hilarious so they'd boo him and it's kind of the same thing with John Maddening yeah. of like, no, we've we've not liked you since show one, so we're gonna continue <laughs> we're not like keep it going. You. Sorry, man. Uh, Hear that, Casey? We got our answer. Casey was asking that same Casey question. Casey was asking that. No, it's like, and I was and I was agreeing with him. I'm like, the guy seems so nice. He is really nice. I mean, he's kind of an asshole too, but <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So, yep. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would give my first Wrestlepalooza a 10 out of 10. I thought uh, it was the perfect show to get me into the whole indie scene. Um, and I'm just excited to see where it brings me. And yeah, I, I always say that, like, and it's not just because, like, I, I even said this when I was just going as a fan. Um, it's a great show to kind of expose people to indie wrestling for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like no here's here's high quality wrestlers yeah, yeah. who world class you know will will like i don't think there has been a truly like bad match since i started shooting wow and i started shooting wrestlepalooza seven so you've been shooting as long as i can yeah, remember seven or eight I forget at this point because no. it's been like uh, in September it'll be five years Jeez. that I've been shooting ringside stuff um, which in like comparison to some like that's not that long uh, like really? w- like Wayne star- Wayne one of the other photographers uh, started in the 90s oh wow uh, uh, Michael Watson one of the other photographers who was at ringside uh, which I got to shout out, like, and because they're my friends, they're obviously. your boys. And uh, like, like Wayne, Wayne was down there at ringside. Uh, Michael Watson, Brainbuster on Instagram. Uh, he did the wrestlers Polaroid book. Yeah. Uh, he was there both days. Chris Manning uh, was there on day two. Uh, Effie Stop was running around the building uh sarah dope was also uh down ringside so it's like we had a, a crazy crew mm-hmm. uh ian and morty run cameras it was great and unsung uh to me unsung hero of uh all the russell palooza shows dave prezak doing commentary uh always hilarious 
Uh, Definitely an Shane, unsung hero. Shane, Shane doesn't like him very much because because Shane is you I don't know heckling uh, <laughs> through most of the shows. Yeah, he was. Uh, one of the shows, Dave overheard a couple of his lines and threw them in commentary. Nice. <laughs> and Shane's like, he stole my material. Oh, it's like, no, he's not. He should be flattered. <laughs> like yeah it's like he probably would have came up with something similar so shout out shane was uh heckling throughout the entire night of palooza this time as well but then mysteriously throughout the last match i didn't hear any heckling and then i turned around he's not there yeah no no he told me the story of that because our our other friend who (laughs) shall our name nameless no no i'm gonna call him out because i know he's not gonna listen to this uh (laughs) so craig and his girlfriend uh, his girlfriend went up to possibly throw up, yeah. uh, and because of the him, intoxication, yeah, factor. him and Craig, uh, so Shane and Craig were waiting outside the bathroom for her to get out <laughs> and Craig's like, can you watch her? She's like, yeah, sure. I guess. And then Craig just walked downstairs and watched the match. <laughs> Oh, Craig. And Shane's like, it's your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shane. What yeah. a cast of characters those guys are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, any uh, plugs for your stuff? You know, just still out? trying to uh, find that big break. Just kidding. Um, I have, I don't know why I said that, but I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Gabe Arino. I'm on Snapchat, but don't follow me on Snapchat because I don't do much. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook, but... Um, I have been posting less and less on Facebook. I just don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like a lot of my stuff on Facebook lately has just been shares from my Instagram. <laughs> or Knockdown uh, Entertainment yep. video highlights. Uh, yep. Yeah. So KnockdownEntertainment.com, uh, Knockdown Entertainment on Facebook, Knocked Out Films on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks. Thank you.